Thanks for downloading this podcast from RNIB Connect Radio. When you think about hobbies and pastimes for someone with a visual impairment, you perhaps don't think of sailing as an option, but it is in fact a very accessible way to spend your time, whether it's a holiday or a long-term hobby. Well, an annual event takes place in the UK. It's an annual sailing week, which gives people the chance to perhaps try sailing for the first time or just keep coming back and coming back. To tell us a little bit more, we have with us Will Bridge. Uh, Will, thank you very much for joining us. My pleasure. Will, tell me first of all a a little bit about the thinking behind this event, where it came from and and how it's developed. Well, the VI Sailors Week has been operating for more than 30 years in the UK. The thinking behind it is that actually, as you said in your intro, sailing isn't, while it's not the first sport you might think of for people with visual impairments, actually it is one that works very well and in which visually impaired people can take a very active part in running, steering, managing and generally enjoying life aboard a cruising yacht sailing around the English coastline. Now they don't have to have any experience, they could be complete novices at doing this but but all the help and support's there. Absolutely, all the help and support is there. We gather each year in either Southampton one year or in Cornwall on the other year 25 sailing yachts belonging to volunteer skippers and those skippers are very much of the experienced hand that can provide new visually impaired people with the introduction to the boat and the methods of sailing it and steering it and all the rest of it so we aim for it to be a learning experience but also a lot of fun and a holiday all rolled into one. That's a lot of commitment from the volunteers. You know, as you say, the, the captains bring their own yachts and, and you have crew on board as well. It's obviously, as you say, it's a very well-established and, and very well-thought-of event. It is a lot of commitment for the sighted skipper and the one or two other sighted crew who make up the complement on the boat with typically two visually impaired sailors alongside them. But do you know what? As a sighted skipper myself and when someone who's participated in this event for a while I learned such a lot from our visually impaired sailor crew the ability to sense the wind and work the boat through feelings and sensations that you get effectively through the seat of your pants and through your hands on the tiller or the wheel makes it a very much a two-way street so a big commitment but also a big gain for everybody involved. Now, when it comes to being on board then, are the the visually impaired sailors then expected to take part in all aspects of the day-to-day running and operation looking after the craft? Yes, we do. There's instruction and there's advice and there's a period of orientation at the beginning. We do find that visually impaired sailors like to be given some time to find their way around the boat, depending on how much vision they have or at all we guide them around the deck and around the cabin below and that means that uh, after a pretty short period of time they can help us with trimming ropes and steering under instruction either from the captain as you call them or from uh, special instruments we have to help with um, audio compasses that we have to help people steer the boat and down below they can help with uh, the housework so to speak with the cooking and the maintenance of the boat more generally. So tell me, what's the sort of typical week then? How does it run? 
the week runs like clockwork, actually, because it needs to. There's 150 people altogether out on the water on this event. We gather on a Saturday. This year, it's Saturday the 24th of June at a yacht club. There is introductions and social event to start it. Each day, the crews sail in a different fleet. We typically have five fleets of about five boats in a route which is preordained so that we don't all end up in the same harbour on the same night. Returning to the yacht club, as I say, either Southampton or Cornwall, on the final day for a most uh, jovial and uh, sociable wash-up session and dispersal at the end of the event. It's a great social occasion, you know, as you say, you get uh, people mm. coming back year after year. Well, not just novices, but people do actually come back. That includes the, the volunteer uh, crew and, and skippers as well. So what's the feedback like from, say, the, the visually impaired guests and indeed the, the crews themselves? Well, I think the feedback is very good, but I, I suppose I would say that, wouldn't I? We do have people coming back year after year. I mean, as a result of which, some of our visually impaired sailors are now world-class sailors. And as well as this week's cruising, they go racing around the world or they go racing in, in regattas and do very well for Team GB, so to speak. But we always find that there are ways we can improve matters. Every year we do a feedback round. As I mentioned earlier, we've been thinking hard about the technology that can support visually impaired sailors, an audio compass, compass which bleeps high or low, depending whether you're to the left or to the right of your desired course. That's been a part of the equipment we've provided each boat with for many years, but feedback was that this was getting cumbersome and old and a bit old hat, really. And so we've been looking at smartphone apps, the idea of the moment, to uh, to take some of those roles over in the future. Feedback like that is a real help to make sure that the event develops from year to year to year. It's obviously a, a very popular event. Well, you know, it's been going for, for several decades now. No doubt more to come as well. Is it important that if people want to attend then, that they get in touch as soon as possible and what are the details what, what do people you know have to, to bring what do they expect you know what's the cost and so on i'm the contact point and i gather applications following an invitation which starts going out on the first of january of each new year we've been able to hold the price of the week steady for the last couple of years at 240 pounds which is the main cost that a visually impaired sailor would incur in coming on the week they'd have to find their train or their coach or whatever it was fair to the Solent or to Cornwall depending on which year it was since the event alternates between the two and that cost covers onboard food and mooring and all the rest of it but if there are drinks taken ashore and some of the lovely harbour pubs and so forth are a bit of a feature of the event and of course, those kinds of things are extra. And what about the dates for this year's sale? Where and when does that take place? We start on Saturday the 24th of June and finish on the 1st of July, the following Saturday. The location is the Royal Southampton Yacht Club in Southampton. It's a short taxi ride from the main Southampton station and Southampton Airport. So it's a, actually a very convenient uh, venue for travelling to even from quite uh, long distances including Scotland and we assist with travel arrangements and we make sure that trains and coaches and all the rest of it are met and uh, have 
proper arrangements for decamping the uh, visually impaired participants and getting them to the correct uh, yachts on the Saturday afternoon of the first day. If someone is coming for the first time, Will, is there advice on you know, what to bring and what to expect? Yes, if people who have not been sailing or not been sailing with us want to know more, I should say that I am delighted, so enthusiastic about encouraging people to come for a first time. Newbies are really what makes the event move forward so effectively as it has in the last few years. They will find that we have a a kind of essay story, really, written by new uh, participants over the years about how they've found the event and what they've needed to bring. You know, obvious things like don't bring a dirty grey big suitcase that you'll never be able to fit down below on a sailing yacht and the do's and don'ts of life aboard. And all of that's provided for people before they decide that they want to commit and uh, come along. Just finally, Will, if people like the sound of what they hear and would like to come along first time, even if they've never been on a, a yacht before, how do they get in touch? Contact me. And as I said before, I'm very keen to have contacts from new people. The best way to get me is an email address, which I'll give you. It's mail, M-A-I-L, at, and then it's my name, Willbridge, W-I-L-L-B-R-I-D-G-E, all one word, or lowercase, dot com. Mail at willbridge.com. Email me and let me know that you're interested, and I will, with great pleasure, send you the invitation note. And as I said before, that uh, includes the essay report by newbies from past years telling you what to expect. Well, Bridge, thank you for joining us on RNIB Connect Radio. It's been a great pleasure, and I do hope it results in some new people, new faces coming to join us on VI Sailing Week. For more downloads like these, visit rnibconnectradio.org.uk slash podcasts.